We are officially looking for people to buy me a new computer to record this podcast because mine doesn't want to work. His computer don't and you can't work. buy your own computer? Nope. Okay. I'm poor. It's a yeah. poor ass okay. apple. People think it's good, but it's a piece of trash. Welcome to the Birmingham Burnouts <laughs> podcast. I got an MSI. It's really good. I don't know what that is. You oughts to, man. You can do fucking anything on those. On what? It's like a $2,500 computer. <laughs> what kind is it? It's an MSI. Oh. Yeah, I've never even heard it's of a it. Ga- I have a gaming laptop. I, know, like, oh, I want to get a desktop, but... Um, You're about to be MIA if you keep pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a great guest today. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I like him. Thanks, guys. <laughs> No laughing. We got we got Ian Sorry. on Ian Milby on the podcast. Hey, what's up? I'm Ian Milby. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's your sign? Um, my sign. Okay, so when I was growing up, everyone always said, you know, your since your birthday is November 22nd, your sign is a Scorpio, and then people started to tell me, no, you're a Sagittarius. And that is such a Leo thing to say. <laughs> God. Well, no. It, what a bunch of Aries. So it was, it was once I got <laughs> yeah. to Auburn and I really met the, you know, the, the, hor- the horse. <laughs> yeah, the horse <laughs> yeah, type people. The local Romani people and of, this of Auburn. this girl said, oh, you're a cusp. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so apparently if you're born on like these certain days where, you know, some of them say you know, this date or the other, Mm -hmm. then you can kind of say that you're in between or both. And that makes it easier for me because I don't have to, you know, just uh, relate to one horoscope. I can look at two and be like, okay, I kind of relate to both a little little bit, but it's it's still kind of pointless to me. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't think we've understood it yet. I know so many people that like, they know so much about that. I'm like, look, yeah, I'm like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Still playing like fifteen-year-old video games and shit. You know, I'm like, I, I have no time for this. Right. Yeah, and I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it it's, is pretty cool stuff, though. It's like, I mean, I've I've like delved in, and like my my siblings or my brother is like, read into it a little bit more, so I've heard some of it from him. But I don't know. I've I've met some people that they've literally said to me in certain situations like, Oh no, I don't I don't want to sit by him or oh no, I don't want to sit by you. You're a Sagittarius. I don't get along well with That's Sagittarius. wild. Yeah. Hey, I'm just like, you're gonna treat someone different just because of the month that they were born? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Yo, real quick, I want to give a shout out to Miss Cleo. Um, I haven't forgotten about you. Good luck in prison. I hope Who is that? Well. You don't remember Miss Cleo? Dude, she would come on like her infomercials like late at night. She was a fortune tale later. Oh, I, I wanna, yeah, dude. dude, I wanna do the accent, but I don't know if I could let's as a white that male. That might be problematic. Um, might be problematic, <laughs> but let's just say she but was a Jamaican. But you want to do it. You want to do it. Yeah. 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 She was a Jamaican lady who would tell you your fortune if you called her. Okay. Um, yeah, called I remember this is. Or one of her so other she's professional in, fortune She's tellers. in jail right now? Yeah, she, prison? Got, she went to prison for like um, uh, fraud. 
Yeah, fraud. Well, that sounds about right. I mean, yeah. but yeah. we are talking <laughs> about a fortune teller here. Okay, but like... I'd like to know some details on that. I'm, I might yeah, look yeah. into that, I guess, after this. That sounds pretty interesting. Was she, like, from out of here in Birmingham? Is that oh, no, no, no. She was... This is international. Oh, okay. No, not international, <laughs> but, like, U.S. Was okay. she actually, like, Jamaican? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. That's... I mean... Get, right. She was maybe, probably just, she like, she playing on the whole, like... Yeah. Like, uh, voodoo or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I'm not sure what... I don't want to... You know. Santeria? Yes. Not, I think is that what it is yeah. in Jamaica? Something like that, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I know that, like... Haitian and yes, I uh, think culture a, is like more like the voodoo and, and stuff like that. So yeah, I want to say she was Haitian too, mm. not Jamaican. Mm. Who knows? Okay, maybe we can file. We can read in her court deposition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm totally gonna read that. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, there's a. I'm just, I'm all about speculation. I love yeah. speculating. That's yeah, about it. And I think that that's that's part of the the beauty of all of that. You know, it's like the idea of of like the paranormal and ghosts. Yeah, and. Like I listened to this one podcast or I did for years in uh, in college called Astonishing Legends, and they it's like three hour episodes, and sometimes it'll be like a two part, and each episode is three hours, and wow. they're just going really in depth about any and everything about like a certain subject. And at one point, they were just kind of like philosophizing about like just all of it, and 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 just. Maybe it's just like stuff that we're not supposed to know, you know, like it's and that's what makes it so interesting. You know, it's like once we do know about it, it's science, you know, and we can explain it. Then it's a science. And it's like physics at one point or right. Like they're like the language of physics, calculus, being able to understand these things like that's like I'm sure that to people was like magic. Right. Yeah. I mean, how like like using herbs as medicine, like the medicinal purposes that are in flora and fauna right like used to burn those people at the stake <laughs> you know crazy I mean? shit man you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's it's well at least ridiculous. yeah people are getting killed over this kind of shit anymore yeah, yeah. more or less more right. or less yeah. yeah yeah right right i mean i still think we should if someone's suspected of a witch throw her in a body of water if she sinks she's good <laughs> if she floats she's a witch yeah i love the i love the it's ju- it's like just an excuse to kill a woman. Yeah, like that's oh, yeah, all that yeah, is. Yeah. Like that's it's like literally um, the most asinine. <laughs> the, test. Those male pilgrims had some yeah. secrets they were trying to keep. Right, so clearly those women. Clearly, right, right. It's probably best. Yeah, it's probably best we all just kill her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. isn't it awesome oh that God. it's? Well, I can't really say this, but I was going to say, isn't it awesome that we don't trust people more just because they're men now? But I think that's uh, still yeah. still happens very often. Right, <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shit, sorry. <clears throat> well, <laughs> that's a really good point. Uh, I speak for the three white men in this basement when I say we should divert. Divert. Um, <laughs> 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 um, so, Ian, you, I've heard, I think you've told me that you're betraying uh, Birmingham and you're leaving. <laughs> yeah, he's absconding with yeah. his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a drifter, all right. So I haven't really found my home and uh yeah, that's fair. Well maybe I have found my home and that's where I'm where I'm kinda just staying in, in North Alabama. But yeah, we Or you could may- be like you could be like uh Alexander and be like, My home is Babylon. 
Right. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying like I Alex thought, D and just say my home no, is no, wherever no. the money oh, I thought is. You were saying Alexander I'm talking about Shinara. the great conqueror Alexander. <laughs> yeah, my home is. Well, bad. Alexander Shinara is a big conqueror <laughs> yeah. of. Wow, I never. You know, he, big should, he should dress as Alex the Great. Drivers. You know, if we asked him, he'd probably come on the podcast. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I wouldn't want to talk. I wouldn't like want to talk about like the meme. I'd just be like, "Yo, so what you've been up to today? What you've been doing lately?" Yeah, he'd probably be like, "You guys know any criminals that might need to get in <laughs> touch with me or anybody that's been in a wreck?" I want to like, it's uh, it's just a dream of mine to know him like personally. Yeah, as it yeah. is for all Alabamians. It's crazy how his family is pretty widespread over Alabama too, because yeah. his uh, his brother actually owns a pharmacy. Uh, just about 10 minutes from my parents' house up in Athens. My dad actually is a pharmacist and, and picks up shifts there. Um, there was, I don't know if, I can't confirm that this guy is in his family, but um, he came to the garage just like a few months ago. He came to the garage and he was just kind of critterish, right? Like he's just acting kind of strange. And like, apparently he's like, he's like saying, he was like, yeah, I'm Alexander Shinara's cousin. And he looked, they looked pretty similar. <laughs> And I, and I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Like, he just blurted that out. Yeah. And then he was, like, basically explaining that he's, like, one of the biggest weed dealers in Alabama. <laughs> and then I remember Acuff, like, comes down the line, and he goes, he's not lying. Oh, no. He, he sells weed, bro. He sells a lot of weed. And, like, yeah, so you're going to have to have yeah. Alex on here to confirm or confirm, deny whether yeah. or not these I allegations. I that we're so. outing this, uh, his family. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, well, <laughs> you yeah. heard it here. Well, so funny, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> definitely funny. probably going to get a letter to edit that out. Yeah. We, um, yeah. But anyway. Look, okay. I'm not saying that I'm. this happened. That happened. What the guy said. Was he was Alexander Shinara's cousin? Yeah, yeah. You and then oh, yeah. followed you that. Yeah, I'm not you saying that say he it. is Alexander yeah. Shinara's cousin. You're just you didn't say he it. said that. Yeah, that's fine. We're legally yeah. covered. Yeah, we're good. But it, we're good. I will say they do look. They do look very similar. Okay. Yeah. And everybody knows what the man looks like. So. I do remember asking somebody else about that, and and like, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he is." Some shit like that. There's a lot of like older like socialites that come through like the garage, and they'll. Shoot yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've noticed that every time I've been in there. It's just yeah. like, it kind of reminds me of this pizza place that I used to work at in Athens because it's like a lot of rich older people who like yeah. to get drunk and then yeah. like a couple of younger folks that you went to high school with. You know? Yeah. It's fun. It's, uh, it's a weird place. There, one of Kay's buddies who's a fucking billionaire just like came in. Well, what, it was like during, we were about to like close up. It was like during uh, like kind of the beginnings of COVID. And, like, like no one was in there. No one was going to come in. We were just doing the curbside. And fucking, this guy comes in, and then he, we chit-chat for, like, a little bit, and then he leaves, like, 20 minutes later. He's like, yeah, that guy's a billionaire. <laughs> hey, come here, billionaire. Yeah, I just want to talk real quick. Come, yeah. come here. <clears throat> Interesting fact, um, back when I had a job, um, I had to get my photo taken for, like, a local Birmingham newspaper thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, like... I don't know what Birmingham. Check out our new employee. Yeah, it was kind of like yeah. they were doing an article on us. Look at this good-looking guy. Look <laughs> at him. Yeah. I might have that. I had a, a tweed jacket on. It was real nice. <laughs> but your the, height. the guy who was uh, taking the photos, I was just talking to him, and he was like, yeah, I took uh, Alexander Shinara's photo that's on the billboards. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's going to be on my tombstone. Like, that's the most, <laughs> like... 
like scene work I've ever done oh, <laughs> is God. a billboard. That's but, funny. Uh, yeah, yeah I think put I'm that on, on your my... website. People will probably just be fu- like fucking confused. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think on my tombstone, I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm just built different. Oh yeah. yeah. Have I sent you like the meme of like uh, people like putting the eggs like in their butt and like squeezing their butt cheeks apart and the egg flies out and they're like, I'm built different. I can honestly <laughs> say I don't think you've sent me that meme. Oh, uh, I think I sent it to my brother. I could definitely do that. That is, that's something I think I would have remembered. Have you seen that meme though of that <laughs> no, guy? He's like, he definitely works out. So he doesn't like, crush the egg in his ass. He just, no, no, it no, no, just, no. he puts it in his bicep and like oh. squeezes his biceps and he's like, I'm built different. Okay, like, I might have seen that. That's like, that's an older one, right? I don't think that. I don't I, think it's, I'm pretty I sure, like, you can just kind of do that, though. I can easily do it. Yeah, well, I can yeah, fucking do that. I know that. there's, like, I can remember being in high school and someone saying, if you can, apparently you can squeeze an egg as hard as possible in your hand, and because of the way that the egg is shaped, right, it, yeah. it won't burst. It is kind of true, think that but that they tell you that just so that you'll yeah. fucking bust an egg bust in your egg, hand. yeah. Because I, it is kind of true because I have tried that and it didn't break. But really? it was like a real, it was like an organic egg. Like it had like well, a maybe, really thick yeah. shell. And There's probably specifics about how to grab it too. Like you can't right. can't poke at it with one of your fingertips. Yeah. I think Bruce Lee talked about that. It was either huh. him or like Jackie Chan. It, I know that it was like a mar- martial artist, like a very famous martial artist. Well, he's number that, one, so yeah, he yeah. is number one. Um, Except in. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, <laughs> yeah, he's, he is not he's just getting his ass man. whooped. That is so. F- I thought like surely like this is gonna be so embarrassing for like. Did you hear- Brad, Brad Pitt's character or something? But, like goddamn, that was funny to see Bruce Lee get his ass whooped. Yeah. Did you hear about like Bruce Lee's family came out and said like that would have never happened. Bruce would have never said that. Like, well, that's why it- we put it in the movie. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> you know, Quentin Tarantino read a book like a book written by Bruce Lee or someone like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, someone very yeah, yeah. close to him and he was like word for word that is what Bruce Lee said yeah, I'm, yeah. I can imagine Bruce Lee was insanely cocky insanely cocky oh yeah <laughs> you have to like like I, I am a guy I'm only just like a little bit bigger than than Bruce Lee I'd say, like if I really? could fight like him oh my He's god I'd be man. talking so much shit yeah. all the fucking time dude I mean, that might be like the big man complex that he has, you know, because yeah. he came from a time before I feel like it was like this known saying where it's like, oh, my, I could kill you with my bare hands. My hands are a weapon. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that probably was like some original badass shit. That yeah, he, totally. You know, like he was like, this is at a time uh, when people could really, yeah, could, were actually doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's, I mean,. I, I like to speculate on on that kind of shit, and I just I'm, I enjoy hearing like a new narrative on on characters that throughout history, you know, it's always just been the same exact fucking thing. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> and it's like, well, it's, this is actually how right, this and guy and it's it's was. quite believable considering the fact that he was such a fucking huge celebrity. Yeah, you know, I mean, like like that American Sniper movie that um, oh yeah, what's the guy? Bradley name? Cooper. Yeah, yeah, but who's he? He plays Never Kyle. Oh yeah. Right, so like you know, this guy yeah. was an incredible sniper. He had an incredible like, skill, but apparently he was also just an absolute like racist and and just horrible. Yeah. I mean, hell, during Katrina, he he said that he got up on the uh, top of like the the big uh, arena thing that they have, the Superdome, something like that. Yeah, Superdome. And he just started taking pop shots of people that he said were like looting. 
Granted, it's like an end of the world situation. Like what? What? I'm gonna steal some wet fucking but bread. I, I thought yeah. they fact and they found that. like evidence of it too. Uh, people are literally. They found people they like acting off on their porches like, with their they, guns. They found people like, like who waiting. had been like headshotted, just just floating around. I thought they debunked that, and they were like, "That's bullshit." I I thought it was strange because he said it, and then Chris they were Kyle. like, "Chris Kyle, that's right." Yeah, my dad actually met the real Chris Kyle. No way. Yeah, in Iraq. Yeah, he used to do like a. He used to do this thing for like soldiers with like PTSD. He would like take the and that were also like disabled, right? Because he had he had it like really bad. Yeah, and that's and, how uh, he died. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, how did he die? He took he took a guy to the to to the shooting range, and I'm certain I'm sure something popped in this guy, and he just he killed uh, Chris Kyle. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Damn. I guess in. I'm not trying to make a joke here, but like I guess in hindsight, maybe that's not the best therapy. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Taking somebody to a somebody who has been, yeah, just battered down I by mean, battle. You no, know? like yeah, I've I've been. I grew up in a town where there are multiple shooting ranges, and I used to go with my dad. Like I remember growing up in church camp. That was a big part. Like, yeah. The Saturday at church camp is when we get to fire guns. Hell yes. And shoot, and shoot <laughs> targets and. You know, there's guys that literally show up with, like, my dad had a, has a muzzle loader, and, you know, there's some really fucking loud guns. But I, I remember going to shooting ranges, and guys show up with literal fucking Barrett 50 cows. Yeah. And it sounds like a fucking cannon is going off. You're sitting there, like, shooting guns with your dad, just kind of taking it easy, waiting for him to shoot. And you've even got ear protection on, and then all of a sudden right. you hear something that just fucking, like, blows your eyelashes back. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it's just, like... I, I can't even imagine being a sufferer of PTSD and then and hearing that, that shit. Yeah, honestly, man, that's fucking insane. Like, yeah, terrible idea. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think if I mean, I can only <clears throat> assume that, like, you know, if I had issues like that, I probably would not be going around areas like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I knew. I, this I know guy. vets that have issues like around fireworks. Yeah, like I mean, yeah. even around crowds. Like, I have you know social anxiety, but I knew this guy who he was married to a, a neighbor of, of mine um, in Athens. I was good friends with, you know, their kids. And his name was Jimmy, and he was in uh, the Vietnam War. And he was, like, very, very cool guy, like, super post-hippie, but obviously, you know, yeah, yeah. drafted and... and uh, Just a little sodded about right. the whole thing. Oh, he was and, the kind and, of guy yeah. that literally, if you were there too early in the morning, then you were going to see Jimmy walking around the house naked because that's, <laughs> that's how he lived, you know? Yeah. And... Yeah. Uh, so, so anyways, I can remember we, we went to like a haunted house in our, in our town and it was one of those where, you know, like they were allowed to like grab you and shit like that back before, you know, that that wasn't really right. You know, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh, we, we get in there and it, we're, we're actually waiting in line because there's a, a bunch of people there and some guy comes up behind him with like a Mike Myers mask and starts like grabbing on him, and right away he just like throws a bow at him, and he's yeah. like, "Do not touch me." He's like, "I I can't be touched like that. Do not touch me." And then shortly they were like, "Hey, we're gonna get out of here. Jimmy's having a bad night." And that was like my first experience of because I, I didn't have any you know older family members who right. experienced things like this, but that was my first understanding of like, "Wow, this." It's is, just those little things, like it really as, is and then, as minor as they are to us, right? And and, so. and it could be a small thing at first, but it's like if you're stuck in that that loop or that mindset. After a while, you know, if you're triggered, yeah, like it doesn't matter. Like you, it just everything else is just going to build onto that. And I don't know. 
It's crazy a, anxious shit. And there's no getting out of like that mindset. Like right. that's 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 the kind of stuff that's gonna really just kind of stick with you. That it's you might get better at like coping right. with it, but it's it's always going to be there. Right. I had a buddy who <coughs> went did the first like couple tours of Afghanistan right after nine eleven. And um I guess it wasn't right after nine eleven. It was a little after not, but he was in Afghanistan for a while and uh he came back and on leave and he had a bad experience because someone put a plastic bag out the window of a moving car and he sounded he said it sounded oh. just like an RPG. Mm. And he so it was like, the fuck out. like yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And um he was like, you know what? I don't think I'm going back. Yeah. And he uh <laughs> went MIA. What? And, yeah. It was that bad. He it had that, that bad. bad of an experience. He was like, I'm not I'm not going back. Fuck him, dude. So, yeah, I don't want to go back. So Seriously, like, well, fuck you got to go yeah. to military jail or military prison. Stupid for a couple months, and he was like, "Okay, fine." So he went to military jail, and he's like, "It was like summer camp. Like you would go like in the day. We're still military. They, would, they respect us." And then, <laughs> gets, and then he gets the dishonorary dishonorary discharge, right? Dis- dishonorable discharge. Th- yeah, dishonorable. I think he did. Yeah, and that's so fucked up because that's like. That, it's like you did a crime for the right. rest of yeah. your life, yeah. and that's that's so fucking dumb. I don't know. Yeah. Like inherently, that's a crime. It, it really is. I don't. That's just as bad as fucking drafting. I, I have a <laughs> I have a similar story. My my one of my roommates in college, he had done uh, a tour in Afghanistan. I think he had done two, and it was, like he never. I never noticed like any issues in that. He would even like talk about it sometimes. You know, just like it's like yeah, this one time like you know which. <laughs> I've, I'm like up on top of the turret and like uh, we're passing this alley and there's a guy, like an insurgent standing there just walking out of the alley, right? And with like an AK on his back and he like looks up and looks scared as fuck at, at my roommate. Like he's like, yeah. what? Uh, like, yeah. And he's like, and I blew his ass away. <laughs> like, uh, because yeah. it, like that that guy was going to start shooting at us. Right? And he's like, you know, just he was like little funny moments like that. Like, yeah, yeah he, he had dealt with them pretty well, but there was... One time, I think we were, I was, he didn't have a car and I was taking him to go get like his paycheck and there was like some trash on the side of the road. It was kind of moving. It was like a plastic bag. And as we get closer and closer to it, he like, he, uh, like he, he, and he's a big dude. Yeah. He slammed me like back in my seat. He had his arm, his left arm all the way across the car. And then as we passed it, he like, he like kind of, he turned his right shoulder forward so like he's like covering me and he's like he's trying to like have my he's trying to like put my head down or like whatever right and i think he he was in like and he kind of like snapped too yeah he thought it was like an i like because it just he just didn't (laughs) yeah he 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 just had that moment he's like he's like whoa i'm sorry (laughs) like and he was he was pretty all right after the fact and um like but it you know it was very scary for him i it was scary for me because I was like, I just didn't want him to feel like uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was like, you know, and he was like, yeah, he was like, I've never had that feeling. Like, he's like, I've never had that's that feeling. That's crazy. I don't know. I, I think that's one good part about like more recent movies that are portraying, I guess, like the mental health. Yeah. You know, issues that fucking come along with, with what you do because it, uh, so many kids grow up. I remember growing up and it's just like, you know, a superhero type mentality of yeah, joining yeah. the military. And yeah. I think that it should be you should be more aware of the f- the fact that it's affecting so many people's mental health. Dude, these I guys, get these people are so beat down after after like these they really are. I get so amped up 
Um, well, remember when we went to movie theaters? Um, <laughs> yeah. And oh, yeah. before, like, the movie, they would play those, like, National Guard commercials, and you'd have a sick song about, like, Three Doors Down or, like, it's Kid like Rock Kid or Rock's something. Bow with the Ball. Yeah. 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 And they'd be showing, like, cool National Guard scenes. Fuck I was yeah. like, fuck yeah, I'm joining the National Guard after this movie. Emotions <laughs> do not affect you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's scary shit. Be, be the saddest you can be. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, I had a lot of friends who... And that's not to say there's not a whole lot of, like, really cool jobs, like, in the military. My, oh, my yeah. cousin works, like, uh, Yeah, Kevin. He's like, I fucking love it, man. Kevin Kosiel, he's he's yeah. got a great job now. Mutual with, friend of ours. And he's he's uh, he's out in Germany with Crystal, very good friend of Oh, him. he had mentioned that he was going to do that. Yeah, they're uh, they're living in Germany now. That's and, so cool. Germany. And, uh, yeah. Up there with the, the wieners and stuff. Do they go to the club <laughs> the and they wieners. hear the songs? They go, <laughs> and they go to the skate park. I go to, I go to work for one half hour, two half hour. I feel like and there's German people out here in Birmingham, guys. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. two of them that we've been hanging out with at the at Mom's Basement. Their yeah. names are Luke, Lucas and Alexander. Okay. And it's so funny because they work at the Mercedes plant. <laughs> one name is... <laughs> the ger- oh, the, the, German, guy, the no. German guy's working at the Mercedes plant. Okay. We have a long history of They're working really cool. on Mercedes. Our families, all they worked on the Mercedes uh, <laughs> in the 40s and the 50s. And in the 40s and 50s. 40s were a great time in Germany. Yes. A great von, time for Mercedes. Von, von Braun, very yeah. great man. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bore. I saw a little bore ad in that very one. Very great man. But, uh, well, see, that's why I shouldn't be fucking doing that. I'm just going to offend someone. I really... Like, yeah, I don't know. I think making fun of any accent We're not making fun of... of we're, Hey, look, accents to me are, they're pretty good. I I like a good funny accent. No Miss Cleo accents, though. (laughs) Just German. It's such a Sagittarius thing. Yeah, but what if they're a piece of shit, right? Like, (laughs) oh, man. I like the, I like, um, I do like a pretty bullshit, um, like Nordic accent. It sounds like a lot of like this, right? Like it's. (laughs) You sound sounded like a Swedish plumber. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Are you going to rocks. go out to Ikea and get the meatballs? <laughs> Meat, the meatballs. <laughs> the meatballs. When I was a little kid, I could do like every accent. Uh, Are you sure you didn't just imagine? To. Yeah, you imagined that you yeah. could. <laughs> I remember doing, at, my family Parents would were very throw supportive. out accents. They would throw out <laughs> countries and I would just do an accent. And now looking back on it, so racist. So right, yeah. So bad. Oh man. Oh man. I I'll tell you a story after this of uh, <laughs> my brother when the Olympics were in Nagano, Japan, the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Uh, his name is Logan, and it rhymes with Nagano, or we call him Logo, and it rhymes with Nagano. Is and he, he in would, the Olympics or something? No, he okay. was, he's not in the Olympics, but uh, he, yeah, he he said. Not racist. He was a little kid, and he was doing a Japanese like impression. Oh no! And it was Ooh. hilarious. And thinking, yeah, and thinking back on it, it it's even us. funnier now. Yeah, yeah. I thought uh, the logo from Star Nagano. Wars has a lot of really great accents, and it's literally just like it's like inherently like super fucking racist. Like right. The Watto? the trade feder. Oh yeah. That is like literally. Uh, we might have talked about this before. Well, you know that the, he's literally the. It's the caricature of a Jewish person <laughs> that was written in. It was, it was like a lithographic drawing that was done in like this. Um, what is that? What was that like famous Nazi newspaper? Whatever. Um, 
Uh, Daily Sturmer, the Sturmer. Could not tell you. Something. Yeah. I think it was called the Sturmer, something like that. <clears throat> uh, and like something. I don't know. Mind confidence. And like it's literally <laughs> like you take that photo, and then you make an alien out of it, and it's Watto. And then like it's it's all these like fucking stereotypical like quips and whatnot, even like his accent, and it's all mm. this like it's all stereotypically like Jew. It's like so fucked up. Right. And then Propaganda. they have he, like the Trade Federation is clearly Japanese. Like it, like the accent. Ah, uh, yeah. Like yeah. how they kind of look, and it's just like what's going on yeah, that's, here, man? That's fucked up. I guess like. I don't know. The Gungans. How man. long do you think until that gets canceled? You know, like that. I think it probably won't ever actually oh, get no, canceled. Star you think so? It's, it's you Star think Wars. So? Like, you I know, mean, Star Wars has already done so. They can put so much right. money behind it. I don't know, to, but like, they also own Fantasia. You know? Is Fantasia racist? Oh yeah, the original the original cuts of Fantasia. There's uh, there's a character named Sunflower, I think. Okay. That's with the the centaurs. And I don't remember Fantasia. I've never seen Fantasia. Well, the thing is, if if you have seen it, you wouldn't remember it because it's like the original versions. Because mm-hmm. it came out in like the '60s, right? Right. And I think in the '60s, maybe the '40s or '50s. But it it portrayed this this girl who she was also half centaur, but she was smaller than all of them, and she had the like stereotypical like Jimbo type makeup, you know, oh, of oh, these okay. like really racist imagery type. You know portrayals These of African American yeah, people, yeah. and <clears throat> it was like her her role was like she was just running around trying to help the centaur girls, and it was just super fucked up. But it yeah. was like this cutesy whatever character, and I feel like even if you ask people who remember that version, they're just like, that's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. of course, you yeah. know. But it's just like I don't know, like. But you, that's that you kind of mentality the, that made things okay. You know what I mean? Like that. That's that kind of mentality that makes things like right. Okay, and like other people's minds, but like, I guess like, oh well, it was cool then. It I guess the right thought now. that like, it's just like this obvious, um, like obviously they're trying to portray Japanese people. It's yeah, like, yeah. Oof, that might be problematic. And it's like it, they knows. cannot be a fucking accident. It can. I know, and that and that's because you have to like so many people know about the nature of how yeah. that movie was made. Like so much, especially of the cantina scene. Like so much of it was just like, okay, we've got we've got these masks from this movie that we didn't use and we've got, we've got these and that's how they created some of the characters. They were literally like devil masks and shit like that from other movies that they were like, we've got this, we can use it. And they were probably like, okay, so this guy's going to talk like this in this accent because it's funny, but they don't really realize at the time that it's like, okay, this is inherently racist. Right. Well, the first films, like there's not really anything going on in like that regard. Like they're literally, it's like literally just high fantasy. Exactly. And I love Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. Like, oh God, I fucking love it. There was like literally no room. You know, I'm a huge Lego Star Wars fan. But as soon as like they started like expanding the universe with like the prequels, it's like, okay, how do we like build like the universe? And it's, like, well, what do we know about ours? <laughs> it's like, maybe that's yeah. not the best way to go about some of this shit, man. Right. This brings me to a great segue. I'm uh, wearing my Mandalorian Adidas. Right oh, yeah. Those now. are what? actually really you sick. Got some of those. Yeah. yeah look, look See, at that. That's actually on. nice as shit. Yeah. yeah dude. Because I couldn't. Okay. Yeah. Got you've the got the little, horn. his little mudhorn best car yeah. symbol. And the insoles have uh, the mudhorn. Wow. That looks great. Too. Honestly, like, I, I got and here. You, you wouldn't even know that. I got it here like kind of early, and, and Jesse wasn't here yet. So I was like, damn, Tripp's got his, like, casual wear on his, you know, his joggers and his athletic shoes. I couldn't have told you that those were the fucking Mandalorian. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're, they're just kind of hidden. I hate when people do collabs with shoes, and it's just like, such an obvious, just right? Like Lego actually did 
a team up, I think, with Adidas. And really? they're just the ugliest fucking shoes oh. ever. You know, like yeah. we gotta make it Lego theme. Just exactly. put like a, a two by four brick on there. Like a two by four red brick, like the right. most classic brick. Right. Put it on all the one top. color except for one brick. But it, they well, like, they literally did red, yellow, blue, like all the colors of the original right, Lego yeah. bricks, and it's just nothing that I would actually wear. So But I don't know if you've taken a peek at like old ass like Legos recently, but they are ugly as fuck. Oh yeah, ugly as yeah, fuck. But that's How that's part changed? of the the beautiful just, the beautiful evolution. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like it, there it is such an art form to just play with Legos these days. Like they they look amazing. I have a Lego Baby Yoda upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw that and I got I kind of got jealous because I don't have that set. I was like, Ooh. damn, that's the one Mandalorian set really? that I haven't gotten. Really? Oh, so you yeah. have like the Razor Crest? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I got I got the Razor Crest right before it like sold out, and I got it on Amazon because my birthday is right around well Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Yeah. So I got a little um, bit of birthday money, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm spending this on Legos. <coughs> I don't care that I'm. Let's go. Literally twenty six this year. Yeah, I wanna okay. I wanna have something that I can do that's funner than a <laughs> yeah. puzzle in my room. Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know. Like at at the beginning of pandemic I started really like going back through my old Legos and I uh I pulled the big tub out of our out of our storm shelter. Everybody's got a tub. And yeah. I mean I had so much downtime because Same. I wasn't working. I was literally in the mindset that I was not gonna leave my home for two months. And <laughs> I was like, okay, it's time to do some organizing, something to really occupy my mind. And I just started organizing for hours and hours and my days. Legos. And yeah, I started, I, I separated them into different colors. And then I started realizing like, hey, I fucking remember this piece. I remember this uh, set. So yeah. I'd go online and I like Googled, okay, like, let me try to find this set. And now Lego has made it very convenient for people to find the old Lego sets that they used to right. have. So oh, nice. you can search like a certain era that they had and you can look through the different covers and boxes. And then you can, once you find the set, you can get the instructions, the PDF for free online. That's so insane. it was just a matter of collecting all of the pieces out of the bucket, searching, okay, I've got, I know I need to find one that's this color. So I'm going to go to this pile that's all gray you know, okay, so the light gray or the dark gray or, right. you know, and then eventually you figure out exactly what pieces you're missing. And it's super easy to order single pieces now. They're a little more expensive. There's a lot of value in Lego now, which is really weird. Yeah, I wow. like how Lego is just kind of like, please have a good time. Like, exactly. Please be happy but have a good time. <laughs> I don't know. Now, I think what drew me to it was the fact that I'm like, okay, this is a hobby that I can, you know, not feel, feel so bad about putting a little bit of money into just because yeah. like, especially if you buy a really popular set down the line, even if it's opened, you can sell it for as much as you bought it for, if not more. Yeah. And it's still the set. Right. And like, since I've really gotten in, into like the culture of like understanding Lego collecting and there's literally Lego investing, there's like a Reddit thread for it and everything because I'm ready for Lego wow. to become like a cryptocurrency. <laughs> what if, right. Yeah. And, uh, there was this Lego set that came out and it was like, it, it had become more popular than any other star Wars Lego set in the past, probably like, five to 10 years and it was a $30 set sold out really quick. Everybody was like, what the fuck? You know, and every, all these and people now who were all these people like that are buying like 15 boxes of it are like keeping anybody else from getting it. So they re-released it and it sold out a second time. And that's the only time that a Lego set has ever been re-released and then sold out that quick. So I was what like, was it of? it's the Lego star Wars 501st battle pack or the 501st oh, cool. infantry. So it's the the clone warriors that like killed the Jedi's. Yeah. Um the the blue guys. Those and guys rock. <laughs> so I, I, I went to Kohl's and they I guess nobody knew they had Legos at Kohl's and there was like a, 
a stack of them and yeah. I had already bought, I'd already got a set and I got another one just so I could hold on to it unopened because I know I'll probably be able to sell it for like 200 bucks <laughs> five yeah. years from now. It's crazy how much the, like quickly, if you guys look at it, it's just like some Lego sets that were sold five years ago that they don't make anymore. They sell for so much. Like the Simpsons, dude, the Simpsons did a contract with the Legos. Yeah, I remember that. Oh my God. And those sets now, like if you can find them, they're worth so much. Mm. <laughs> like they've they've probably like tripled or quadrupled in in value. Damn. <laughs> do you think Lego would team up with us to do like a <laughs> Birmingham <laughs> Burnouts Lego? They'd have like collab? microphones, big recliners. We no, could recreate the basement. You, sh- you guys should do a, a limited beer. release. Just get some custom minifigures made of you guys with That's like a, a little idea. little uh, you know setup of your your area here, and just you could sell your own. You know, custom Lego set. People do that on Lego. And uh, get you, like, send us in a picture, and we'll make a character. Uh, we'll make you as a character. Yeah. And you're yeah. on our podcast. Right. Okay. Cool. We got we to gotta do something. That'd be, we always <laughs> got such great merch ideas from people coming on our show. <laughs> That's a really interesting merch idea. Speaking of merch. I think people would actually buy that. I think I got the go-ahead from Emily that I can do a little something for you guys soon. I'd really love to love to. to design a shirt. And... and we want to I'm going to say it here first thing. today. I, I want to do something for you guys 100% free. I don't want you guys to pay oh, me for it. Oh, fuck yes. So, like, oh when you're ready, like, seriously, like, I'm, this is what I do. I here, freelance. We, we want to discuss this right now for, like, a little bit. Because, like, we, we were kind of obsessing over this thing that Motorhead did with, like, the Grateful Dead skull. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, the big hog, like, the undead hog with, like, the bull ring, right? But it was as, like, the skull and, like, its head is, like, opened up. And then inside are all like the members of Motorhead, I'll right? I'll try to find okay. it. It Got is nice so dope. We, wanted, we literally just wanted image. to rip that with us in it. Yeah, I would love to. And have black us. letter on the top, Birmingham Burnout. <laughs> or turn on, tune in, burnout like yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. Okay, so you guys were talking about the other day. I can't remember who it was. You guys were talking about some great merch ideas. And I just thought, like... That was one of them, I know. I think, I think you said... Oh, you said rolling papers. You said you should yeah, do rolling Bur- papers. Yeah, Birmingham no. okay, rolling papers. better, better, better. You should do a matchbox. Ooh. A matchbox. Does that make burnout sense, right? Like, yeah. And matchboxes are easy. Like, you can just order those things in bulk. I like that. Whatever happened to your life. It's almost like Grateful Dead and Led Zeppelin and... Yeah, it's, so it's cool. just more like them. Like <laughs> crossover like merch is like so fucking cool. I see like bands like ripping off Bolt Thrower, but What's just that? like uh, Bolt Thrower is like an old death metal band, okay. and uh, like they have a very specific font. But it's like people doing the Bolt Thrower font with like some crazy like Warhammer 40k battle scene going right. on under it. But it's like Mac DeMarco. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's. I mean, yeah, yeah like, a lot of Mac DeMarco's album artwork is just like derived from other artwork. So, right. Like, yeah. The, the Bruce the, Springsteen. The river, Actually, right, he right. said Mac he DeMarco had no too. idea. I I think he was talking about that on like his um his episode of What's in My Bag. Right. I think no. And I'm pretty sure it was on that that he said he he did it after it. I'm pretty right. Sure. He did it at. I, I don't think he did it based on. He was but like, he did, I did not realize really? that. Yeah. I think he, he yeah, was like, I did not realize. That's. I mean, that's uh. That's the nature of, you know, graphic design and the fact that so much of it is very derivative. But I, I think that that's, your trip? that's part of... Oh, okay, cool. Well, that's, I think there, there's a really fun part of the, the spirit of collaboration is the 
the idea of procreation and like I know that you see that as like I don't know it, it's almost like it looks like a collaboration between graphic graphics between but um, it's, it's one Grateful thing referencing and, like another that right. has nothing to do with that thing right but right. I think the beauty in it is the fact that you take this dead design you know like you bolt thrower like yeah. you're you're telling me about this successful design that was cool for what it was but now like not a lot of people know what it is so now these other people are saying I'm going to make this tribute to bolt cutter and make a design bolt that looks thrower. bolt thrower yeah. that looks exactly like the same design right. but a lot of people don't know that and a lot of people you know the commentary would be oh they stole their design and, and really it right, isn't yeah. it's, it's 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 one part like homage rip, it's like one part homage but it's yeah. it's also saying like this design in itself was a living thing this, this and now design we're bringing exists, it yeah we're bringing design, it back yeah. to life right it, it exists almost outside the realm of like pop culture right. like this is like its own entity and it's like yes yeah, somebody owns it but how how could they oh that's really cool Torch goes on tour with Converge. That's pretty dope. Oh, that's cool. And it looks like a Descendants. Yeah, and there's like a Descendants guy wearing the Converge shirt. <laughs> that's really cool. We'll take a picture and post it. That's pretty dope. Yeah, um, I love I love when there's just can you an not, obvious can you mix not of two styles. Shirt? Can I can I have it? Oh, oh no. bro, you got I'll tell I love Torch. I don't I don't even yeah, know Torch give me like merch. Two more years and that Give me two more years. That shirt's vintage. What you're supposed to do is oh, yeah? you you it's act like you're looking man. for the shirt online and say, "Oh, dude, it's it's right here online for ten bucks. I'll just get it online for ten bucks, <laughs> yeah. and then it'll be like, oh, okay, well, I'll sell it to you." Um, <laughs> another cool shirt that I and I cannot remember the name of the band. They're a really good kind of like goth rock, kind of death rocky, pretty heavy band, and they had done one of my favorite like old like kind of black and death metal bands. They're called Beharit. And uh, they had, and that, that band also has a very specific font. And they had done one of their albums, I cannot think of the name of it right now. And it was literally the album cover with like one of their song, like lyrics underneath it. And then on the top, it looks like it says Beharit, but it actually says the name of that band. And I, I was like, dude, right. I have to fucking buy that. Because I love that, I am liking this band, but I love Beharit. And it'd be cool to have some like ripoff merch. Right. You know what I mean? And then, like, this other band called Frozen Soul, they, uh, um, you know that, the bear for, like, the icy bear, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's, like, on, he's, like, surfing on a big piece of ice. One of the best. They put him on, ever. they put him on there, and he's, like, wearing, like, meathead death metal nice. merch and shit. He's got, yeah. like, a big, a big long sleeve tee Speaking on. Speaking of that, as an icon, Faith uh, Skate actually has some designs now with with a bear that's it's like the frosty bear but he's like yeah. he has a can of spray paint and he's doing the anarchy a which oh, makes up cool. the the a of faith or of skate and yeah. another one of my favorite like pieces of merch is uh it's this band called sex prisoner and like cool they name. use <laughs> yeah they're, they're a great fucking band man and uh they used uh the big dog Big dog mascot at one point <laughs> on theirs. It was really Dude, cool. That's great. When I was a kid, my grandparents would take me to the Outlet Mall in Gaffney, South Carolina. Get your like, big dog all the shit. Time. Yeah. And we would go to the big dog store and like, pick out whatever you want, whatever shirt you want. That's Dude, so I had like funny. a South Park uh, big dog shirt. Oh, I had yeah. like. How, yeah. how does Big Dog Every, exist? Is it just like this kind of like Americana cartoon character? that It's a, like a Life is Good type. Yeah. Right, right. You know, it, it, it was like a meme in itself. Like I was thinking that it was like literally a mascot clothes, you know? right. team or something. No. And, and okay. honestly, 
So it's like it's like hot stuff, right? Like it's right. Like okay, it exists. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, like, it's, Ameri- it's it's part of American culture yeah, at yeah. this point. You know, it's I think it's becoming a point of commentary where it's like it's becoming one of those icons that anybody can use. Like there's a, a, a podcast that I listen to called My Brother, My Brother and Me. Yes, the McElroy brothers. Yeah. These guys are too it's, funny. It's one of the funniest good, fucking yeah. podcasts I've ever heard. These guys, like, I feel the like... The show is just, even better. They eat, sleep, and breathe, like, constantly thinking about what they're going to say. And and uh, it's... Right now, their their 2021 slogan is 20 Big Dog Run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, because so, they try to think of something every year that sounds like... Two it, of it them. rhymes, you know, 2020. Right. It's I the think, oldest... I think this past year it was 20 Funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, live right. live right. life uh, with with laughs or some shit like that, and they live were like, life "Okay, with laughs. okay, listen, we know it. We fucked up on the slogan. We know that it didn't match the year at all. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, but, I I've actually tried to find like Big Dog. Um, they're oh, what do you call it? Where they're making fun of like shows, like the South Bark shirt with oh, all the South kids, Bark. but they yeah, like, yeah. have the Big Dog face, like. <laughs> I've, I cannot find that merch, like, anywhere. They're probably getting sued and had to fucking burn them all. I like, think that's probably what happened is because, like, they did all this stuff, probably got sued, and now they just do, like, straight big dog, like, with I his wonder, arms crossed. It's like, can't right. run, can't <laughs> run with the big dog, stay on the porch. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's its own thing. I don't know. Like Mark Simpson me, exists kind of like this, actually. Really? I, sh- I saw, like, a bunch of Desert Storm merch. And it's like Bart Simpson and like the desert fatigues. So That's like, funny. yeah, with like the years. I, I just love it, how and Bart like- Simpson <laughs> has become, you know, this. It's almost like a character that's also a logo, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's there's there, there's this one thing that I remember seeing. It was uh, Escobar Simpson, where it was a oh Bart, yeah yeah, uh, yeah. stylized as Escobar uh, Pablo or what's his name Pablo Escobar Pablo, Pablo Escobar. Escobar yeah. And, the coolest uh, dude ever. Yeah, it was like when that show on Netflix <laughs> was really bumping, and this guy was like, I've copyrighted the the legal rights to this character because I created it for a tattoo and all this so shit. So Escobar? Yeah, Escobar. What yeah. a doofus. Reed was <laughs> telling me it's hard to find Simpsons merch because... That isn't, like, official. That it, Yeah, that isn't official yeah. because of copyright lawsuits and all that right. stuff. He's we like, do it anyway. It's not, like, dude, yeah. I've seen like punk bands do like punk Bart. Bart is already punk, but like you know, yeah, it's it's cool to see Bart doing all these other things. I saw him as like this one guy had done Bart Simpson as uh, as uh, Jimi Hendrix, and then he had also done him as like um, Bob Marley. The Bob Marley one is like really funny. I really love. I think it kind of started this whole like trend was with like the stylization of Mickey Mouse and a lot of right and people started using that as like this icon of American uh people don't really fuck with Mickey culture. Mouse as much anymore but no like, but it's it's yeah. in a way oh yeah because you can't fuck with Disney like we were yeah, talking you about can. they got the money <laughs> but they yeah they literally have more um they have more lawyers and uh, whatever than they do have animators now. That was something I learned in design school. They were like, wow. Cause so many people came in there. They were like, my goal is to move to Florida or wherever the fuck and work for Disney. There were a couple of girls that came in there. They were huge Disney fans and our professors, like they were kind of like, yeah, they were just kind of like pushed it off at first. And then eventually it got to the point where they were like, you don't want to work for Disney. They're an evil company. Like yeah, it's, they, it's they literally have more attorneys than they have people who are actually contributing to the art that they create. And it's not about that anymore. You know, it's more yeah. about kind of. They're like Nintendo in that regard. Like Nintendo fucks with people that like 
mod Mario games and shit. They right. put him in jail. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's ridiculous. <sighs> I guess that's why they made that Mario Maker game so people can do whatever the fuck they yeah, want. Yeah, but legally, even then, right? it's like <laughs> it's it's like I I know I play too many games that exist. Um, uh, there are tons of games that I play that basically exist for people to mod. Like even like Bethesda, even though they're a shitty fucking company, like with like Fallout, right? They don't really mind people modding it, but they it's that's not to say that they haven't like. Um, that, like there's this group of people that are doing, they're calling it Fallout 4 New Vegas. So they're doing New Vegas, the entirety of the New Vegas game, but with like the Fallout 4 like UI and stuff and like how Not like you. UI, uh, how Fallout 4 like feels and shit. And like Bethesda is like trying to, uh, fuck with them. And it's like literally, it's like literally, dude, you, you are, you're a billion dollar <laughs> studio. Give them a fucking break. Yeah, I mean that's America, right? Yeah, yeah, so ridiculous. Yeah, it's those are the the cons of capitalism. It's just that's mine. Exactly. There's a lot of things that could be improved upon if if people were allowed to get their hands on it. But yeah, there's just so much information out there that yeah, people will just like that's why I claim respect, it as their own. Yeah, I respect like developers and artists that like really kind of like they don't care. Like they're they're like. Actually, that you know, I love this mod that you've made for my video game, or like I love that you have used this character in, in your a comic, right? Like you're 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 feeding off of the thing that I, I've influenced you. Right. You know I mean, I've clearly like influenced you, and now you're you're putting like your influences like on your sleeve. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're able to show other people. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. I think uh, there's a lot of similarities with that, and even just you know the local art community too. Like it's. There are things that are inspirational in a way that it's just like, okay, this is something original. Right, And yeah. I think it's that sacred. I can expand upon it. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, a lot of artists, what they do is absolutely derivative. And you can look at what they do and say, like, okay, this is just, like, absolutely a copy. Like, they didn't actually put skill into this. They looked at what someone else did and said, I can do that and make money off of it, too. They didn't say... I see the skill and the soul and passion that this person put into it and I'm reading it. You know, it's yeah. more like this looks like something simple that I could scribble down and I'm going to make some money off of it. And they aren't actually even educated in, you know, the thing at all. You know, it's just, they're not asking themselves the question, how can I do that? Right. They're just like, I'm just going to do that thing. It's like, no, how, how do I get this effect? Exactly. Out of my work. Right. And I don't know. It's, there, there's like a, there's a weird line when it comes to you know being inspired and originality and just like it, the video games especially man just the way the video games are changing and evolving right now the fact that they're so popular and yeah. one comes out after the other it's like anytime I hear a friend explaining one like I'm not a big video game person at all and uh, anytime I hear a friend explaining one of the new games they're playing they're like oh yeah it's like this one but you can do this and this it's like oh yeah it's like this but you can do this and this. It's like yeah. each one is just kind of like an improvement upon the other. And I, I like that video games are becoming more of just like such a quick moving market to where it's like you can, there are a lot of people that are just taking a game, putting a new skin on it yeah, and adding a few new mechanics. And it's just like, wow, this is so much fucking better. This is so much fucking, yeah. Right. And it, and by the time that the company's going to say, hey, this was our game, we're going to sue you for it. Another game has already come out that's better. But then so. again, it's like the, the mod itself is coming out for free. And a lot of times you need the base game. So this, this team that has made the original game is still getting their money. 
but they're getting mad at people changing up the video game, right? Like, and ma- objectively making it better, right? You know what I mean? And it's it's, I think it's become kind of like a, it's a very toxic like art space in regards to like like how gaming like uh, how making video games and like releasing them exists now. It's very toxic. It's very like this is mine. What is mine is mine. But a lot of times people are like copywriting game concepts and stuff. Gotcha. So that other people cannot use them in their video games. And it's like, it's that like seriously halts so much shit. Like I know, I know, uh, I have a few friends that like make video games, like a lot of like little indie games. And a lot of times like the, in, what they've been influenced through is like, or influenced by is like, uh, is modding other games or playing like a really good mod of like another game. Right. Yeah. My, my friend Ben also is really, he was a friend that I was in graphic design school with and very, very like distinct, unique style in his illustration, and he's really got into game making, and it's like very simple mechanics for the most part right now. But like, it's really cool to see people that you went through the same exact education system with yeah. go out on the other side doing something that they were truly passionate about. And I prefer really cool. like graphic designers, and like, I, I think that like video games need more painters involved. They need, yeah. like, more actual, like, physical artists involved in them. Because I've, I've been playing, like, a few games that, like, literally, like, the the the, the, the world itself is, like, literally hand-drawn. And yet it's, like, three-dimensional and, like, it, it just looks beautiful. It yeah. looks crazy. And, like, yeah, Blender I think, and shit like that has really made things more accessible for those yeah. artists that don't necessarily have the skill to create a code and 3d and, rendered version of a character that they have in their head. You right. Know, if you can draw it out and make a really neat two dimensional, you know, but I've like, I've played version. like a, a few of these games that like have like, like on their developing team, like they have like, like famous painters and stuff like yeah. these kind of like postmodern painters and whatnot on, on their team. And like, uh, that actually get involved in like the genuine making and storyline of like the game. And like these games have so much more tone so much more tone and like emotion in them, uh, like so much more than than like AAA titles. Like you know what I mean? Like right. the, like AAA titles seem like such dog yeah. shit it's compared like, to these games. It's like the comparison of indie to you know mainstream music. You know, there's, right, yeah. there's so many things that are so great about fuzzed out like homemade music. That's yeah. it's yeah. It's, it's but it's because people were fucking ready to experiment and just like, I don't know. I feel like so many times I could just experiment and do something and make something really cool and great. But there's a lot of parameters that come into mind with just like the technology it's, it's the that difference you use. Between you microwaving like a frozen biscuit that you got out of a box that you bought at Publix or something. And then somebody baking you a biscuit. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's, right. That's, that's the that's fucking good, difference. That's a pretty good. Yeah. Oh man, I said good one. Business. One is literally corporate. The other one literally has it heart. Is in every it. podcast? <laughs> I mean, if you've listened to every podcast, I'm looking over at you, and you're just kind of like nodding a little bit. Like <laughs> Trip hasn't said anything in quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about that, man. I have nothing to contribute to this conversation, <laughs> Not a except game. for the fact that I had some amazing biscuits the other night. Hell really? Yes. Were they frozen, or did you get them from somewhere? Oh, or? I got them from somewhere. Really? Helen? We went to Helen. I still haven't gone there yet. Gotta oh, check it out. Man. Where is it? It's Second Avenue. North, okay. Um, new restaurant. Let me tell you, I got the biscuits. Give for us the, the rundown. Nap- I'm gonna give you a little give rundown. Us a little rundown. <laughs> give you a little rundown. Second Avenue North, Helen. Beautiful restaurant. It's it's like I'm good. Thanks. Um, like an old cabin 
I'd say is like there. It's very cottage core. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm using that appropriately. I oh think, yeah, I think you are though. But I think I am. Yeah. It's you know they got uh, pheasant feathers like in a shadow box hanging on the wall, real just lovely. They got fly trap. I've got to go pee really quick, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. I'm just no, wait, let's pause it then. Let's pause. Okay, it. we can pause it. Yeah. You know, dark hardwoods, just lovely. So we sit down and we start out with two appetizers, the biscuits, which come with this. Give you guys a discount to do this or anything? God, I wish. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our bill wishes too. Um, With this like maple syrup butter that comes with it. And then we got. Fuck it. Mix it too. Yeah. Oh, God. And then um, we also got the crispy pork belly. It's this cube of pork belly on the top is like a pork rind. Then just like this juicy. Oh, is this yeah, like breakfast fat. or what? This is dinner. Hmm. And then for dinner, I had a duck confit on like a salt. It wasn't a salsa, but it was like this pureed red peppers. What was, what was is that, that like a What paste? is it called? A duck what? Confit. Confit. What is that? Uh, it means the ducks uh, cooked in duck fat. It's on okay. Oh. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, my my uh, girlfriend Mabry or. Her dad, David, he's a really big duck hunter, and every once in a while, I'll go over there, and they'll be like, "Yo, we've got some, we've got some duck wrapped in bacon, or some whatever, whatever." I'm not too Ooh. big on duck. It's I'm not either. It's it's, it's it's a gamey flavor. I love it's, duck. It's very, very it's it's like yeah. bacon, but it's just like but mostly that chewy. So, like, bacon's not so gamey, right? To me, like right, duck literally tastes like liver. It tastes like a. It tastes like copper. Yeah, it, it, it is does, so game. It does have not that. This one. I mean, uh, no, it's I wait. Not we're, I'm getting my terms mixed up here. Like duck, it doesn't have like a whole lot of fat on it. No, it's not marble. That, okay, so it's it's yeah. It's no, more it just like I don't know. Every time I've had it, maybe it's been cooked wrong, but it's been just like chewy. Bacon is gamey though. <laughs> but I, um, the way the way that the way that her dad does it is he'll do it wrapped in bacon. Yeah. So it's like when the two flavors are kind of fusing together, it just becomes like this. Oh, it tastes like bacon. It's now. just like a delicious bite of deliciousness. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I'm, I'm into that. But every time I've like been to a restaurant and someone's like, "Oh yeah, I ordered duck," and it's like the main, you know, yeah, the main source of sustenance in that meal, I'm just like, I cannot do that. Man. I'm not big on like bacon wrapped mini. Like I like jalapeno poppers. I'm Dude, not huge you know on those either because it's like wrap, the bacon won't be crispy beans, enough. Bacon wrapped shrimp. Well, that that's just wild. Scallions. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably like that. But like, like filet mignon. I'm oh, not no. a filet mignon fan. That's wait, filet that's, mignon with bacon or filet mignon in general? Just, I mean, yeah, with like the bacon. That's with the bacon. Kind of yeah, the, it's stupid. That's fucking dumb. Yeah, but like most places will kind of cook. You don't eat the bacon, but like yeah. it comes to you without the bacon. Really, and they just yeah. cook it with bacon wrapped around it. I, I know, like a lot of places that do that. Yeah. Really, eat, eat the bacon every time. I wonder. I wonder if I, I would eat does. the bacon every time, but it just makes everything taste like bacon. Emily got a dry aged ribeye. That's see, that's what I'm talking about. And it was Chef's kiss. My brother has gotten really, really big into making steaks lately, and he is quite the steak chef. I did a fucking New York strip last night in the. Some rosemary from the garden. Mm. Mm, that sounds and great. So what, what's your what's your preferred method for cooking? Do you do just like a regular sear and then? Yeah, I do. I do two or three minutes like each side. And then normally you, done, I don't even give a fuck. Do you pop it in the oven with the cast oh, yeah. iron? Have you ever yeah. tried doing a reverse sear? 
No, Grant was talking to me about that. Oh my god, dude, that's okay. Listen, I like my- this because it's just nice and oily and buttery and salty. Okay, you can do the same thing because listen, when when you cook a steak, the moisture comes out of it, right? So it's it's yeah. drying. That's why you so, keep it in the damn pan. But what you do after you do a reverse sear, since you're doing the sear at the end, what you do is you heat it up in the oven with a electric thermometer until it gets that, that right internal. It's like one sixteen or something. And then you take it and you put it on that cast iron that's been sitting there heating up the whole time it's in the oven, just piping hot. So you hot. started it in the oven? Started in the oven. And then you put it in there and you get the sear at the end. And if it's not seared enough, you just hit it with a little butane torch. And yeah, from gotta, there... I've lost my torch. And then from there, the you put whatever juices or like butters or liquids at the end because once the steak has gotten to that fully cooked dry point, it's wanting to absorb moisture. Right. So if you put it on at the end, it's like a sponge. It's going to take in whatever you put on it. And it's like, it's, what I, it's, it's like the most delicious shit ever. My brother, he, he's really big on just like taking one thing and getting it down to a science. He's like yeah. me. Like, I'm, I'm that way with smash burgers, man. Like, I, I, made, I, I made like eight smash burgers last night at 10.30 p.m. for my friends. Do you because put mustard on them? No. Okay. No, I mean like you cut them in mustard, then put them on the no. cast iron. Like, so no, that's what no. In and Out does. My method is that Do I, they? I, I can't yeah. remember. I, I think like it's in like an Ohio yeah. method or something like that, where you you make you know you make a little ball. You're supposed to roll them all into like two ounce yeah. balls. And I take onion and I slice it as thin as it'll possibly go on the mandolin slicer or whatever slicer you have. Mm-hmm. And it's like little ribbons and you just stuff it into the ball and you press the onions into the meat when you're cooking it and it caramelizes the onions in the patty and then you flip it you flip the two patties you put one piece of cheese between them it's i'm sure that's like really good i'm i'm all about like like literally all i fucking ever use is like i like to use like an oil blend instead of like butter when i'm doing like a smash burger oh dude i don't don't use i don't use any oil or butter all i'm doing like on top uh, like seasoning each side. Like once I've actually smashed it and it's now cooking, just a little salt and pepper. Yeah, always, always do now, salt and now pepper it's just on them. Coming down to what kind of meat you're using. You know, yeah. I had Jack Browns last Dude, night. Jack Browns has got that wagyu man. It's yeah, good they shit. Got Dude, wagyu. I go for uh, ground chuck. Ground chuck is the perfect mix of of uh, you know lean and fat. Yeah, it's like well, twenty it's got twenty eighty in it. Okay. The chuck has like sterling in it. It's it's better than hamburger. If you yeah. if you're going to make hamburgers, buy ground chuck. It's I don't. Yeah, I don't. F- I don't fuck around with just any old ground beef. Yeah, fuck that. You I'm got better a than former that. snapper grabber chef in <laughs> yeah. here. I, I don't. The best burger in the world. It is. It seriously, <laughs> is. I made a really great burger uh, last night. It was like brioche bun, which I think is like pretty overrated, but I really like the one. At, Did you break in the snapper grabbers the, and make no, it? No, no. <laughs> I made a really good one last night at work and uh, at the at the beer garden and like, so I did bottom bottom bun. I did are like kind of we have this thing called hipster ranch, and uh, it's like kind of smoky for like whatever reason. It's like kind of smoky. We, yeah, we don't good. put any American spirits. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's so good and uh, it really is like just delicious and like, and then on top of that, I, we have like pickled onion, and it's like very like aromatic and it has some like bite to it. Yep. And then I also did pickles, and I diced all that up together, put it on the flat top with some garlic oil. We make our own garlic oil, and like it's it's so fire. And then top bun, I've got garlic aioli, mm. and then I did like American cheese, right? Because like, dude, if I'm doing a smash burger, I'm doing American cheese. Oh yeah, like I don't want I don't want to taint it with yeah, dude. You got to get the with cheddar that craft yeah. That craft organic. I'm more of I like white American cheese, but we 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 have do. like yellow. We have yellow. 
Um, yeah, Crystal used like, to always call it ghetto cheese. Who? Crystal Cozy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ghetto, yeah cheese. ghetto cheese. I don't. I don't fuck around with American cheese at all unless I'm doing a, like a like a good old school like diner style burger. Yeah. How and then it's good? just like it's so fuck. It's just like on the money. <laughs> Here we are talking about burgers. It's it's yeah, good. I'm, I'm enjoying working there, <laughs> learning like a few new things. You know. I'm gonna come see you on Friday. We'll do. Harper came in and saw me. It was like that. We recorded last week. Oh, yeah. How'd that get? Tell us about that. Communicating Vessels. It was good. Recorded with Brad. He rocks. Um, I saw a picture nice. of you on Instagram. You yes. look pretty yeah, legit. Yeah. Look I, pretty he actually, the night that he came to, uh, yeah, he brought like a Polaroid camera. And like the night that I was like working and he came to work, uh, he came to get some food with his wife and his sister-in-law. Um, like... He was like, hey, I left something for you on your car. And I go into my car and it's like under like the, it looks like I got it like a ticket. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But it was the, it was the picture. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. When are we going to get to hear this recording? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, well, he says I'm officially in the band. Oh, so like, fuck yeah. Because he actually listens to the podcast and he's always like, God damn it. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm always like, I'm always like, I have no idea if I'm in that band. <laughs> Hey, that's a good good way to get some shit going, yeah. right? Yeah, you just air it out on the podcast. Yeah, I just air it yeah, out. On the I wasn't talking shit about you. I was just conversating about my life on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I have, yeah. Um, you know, it's just I'm really just like in the band. He's like he's a he's such an old friend of mine, such a, one of my best friends, and like it's just fun writing music together. You know? Yeah. He's, it's so funny. He's always like, I know you're not like super into this music. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> and you're talking about like, Harper. You're right, but I still have a good, I have a good time playing Dude, it. Dude, Harper's so fucking cool. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> I uh, I had math with him in, in college. Fine you actually math. had classes with him in college. Yeah, well, one, one class. So the, the, the funny story is there was this one time that Jesse, it was me and Jesse, we were coming out to Birmingham from Auburn for the, uh, the 420 uh, Saturn show. It yes. was Ty Siegel and GT, and GT. oh my fucking god, that was the first time I ever saw GT, and they, they I, was, I was very, so I was blown away. Byron's got um art at a show right now. Yeah, dude, who? Byron, Byron. He's oh yeah, yeah. Definitely one of my fucking favorite artists from out of here. Like some of his shit is just like. Oh, I remember last summer it. we walked into that. What was that name of that coffee shop? Uh, Gold Sprint, yeah, Gold Huntsville. Sprint, yeah. They, they've Huntsville. still got one of his larger pieces in there. And I, I was awesome like coffee up on the shop. Wall, I'm like, so that's great. Gotta be Byron. If you're ever in Huntsville, go to Gold Sprint. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's uh, so we were. What, fuck. What were we saying? What was the main point of that? I just started thinking about his art. We just we were talking about Harper. Uh, GT. You were okay. Yeah. So show, yeah. So we came out to Birmingham for the the 420 show and. Uh, and uh, Jesse was like, yo, uh, yeah, we're going to meet up with my friend Harper. And I was just like, do I know this guy? And he was like, I don't think so. He was a little bit older or some shit like that. And he showed me his picture. And I was like, holy shit, man. I definitely used to have math with this guy because I was a freshman going in. And I was like, okay, I'm a graphic design major. I can do finite math and I'll be good. This is the easiest math because I did great, great with math in high school. Yeah, same. So I'm just going to take the easiest math class and I get in and it's like... It's not math, you know. It's something completely different. It's a lot of new terminology that you never knew. It's like about code making and oh, no. like um, vectors and wayfinding and shit like that. The shit so, that I have always had issues with. <laughs> yeah, so it's like what is what is the shortest possible route for this person to go to all these places kind of thing, you know. So uh, anyways, I, I remember seeing this guy in the class and he was just like, 
he seemed like the class count clown kind of guy, but it, you know, it was a class of is. like, it was like a, two, a class of like 150 people. It was yeah. a really big, big experience for me being a freshman. And I just remember seeing this guy and being like, that dude seems really fucking cool. And I <laughs> sat behind him a couple of days and his backpack said harp dog. So that's when I knew when you said Harper, I was like, I think I fucking know this dude. <laughs> and then we ended up hanging out with him. And I was like, this guy is exactly the way I imagined he would be. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. he's so fun. So very nice. And just like, I don't know. He has a very childlike spirit to him. That's yeah. very refreshing to be around. I don't think Harper and I have ever had a serious moment together. Really? And that's why we're such great friends. Really? I, I'm sure we've been like serious with like one another here and there, but I feel that. You know. I feel that. We were actually going to have him on the podcast last week. Yeah, just uh, tons of plans like fell through. We we had another guest, Taylor. He had to he had to call out, and that's why we didn't have one last week. It's oh well. Yeah, then we'll you had get to call him on. Me. I was, we'll get him I was a little on. lower on the list, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think we had already scheduled. Way lower than you even <laughs> think. We were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh, yeah, man. he's moving. <clears throat> so but when yeah. are you? Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, that was a good show. Crazy show. I remember GT came out. With the huge... <laughs> it was a fake joint. A giant fake joint. Yeah, so I don't know if you were there, Trip. I was not there. Okay, so it's the 420 show. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, you know, I'm definitely like... I, I would consider myself to be a pothead, but I hardly ever smoke weed. Yeah. Because I used to smoke definitely, a definitely lot back of fucking in, yeah, weed. Yeah, back in high school. I mean, back in college, definitely. Now, oh, so yeah. it's like, yeah, we have to convince you. We have to peer pressure you if you ever smoke. No, you but know? normally it's just like, I'm just not feeling it. And right. sometimes I'm like, yeah, give me that shit, dude. And yeah, when you become an adult, I think you have the right to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, before you're an adult, you do not have the right <laughs> oh, to Oh, yeah, say yeah. No. It's not a right, right. thing. That's, it's more, you got to do that, You dude. have a basic understanding of what affects you. You got to hop in the car, dude. <laughs> That's exactly what you get. Get the do. fuck out of my basement, dude. Get the f- yeah, we we heard you were cool, dude. Yeah, um, but so like GT, they come out on stage and they keep passing around. They keep like putting more joints in this thing. And what it is, it's this huge like cardboard. It's like folded into like a cylinder, gimmicky soup. Like right? it's, yeah. it's got a, like a marijuana lay like, from Spencer's yeah. stuck in the end. Oh, and it's okay. got yeah, it's Perfect. got like leaves like hanging out, green like leaves like hanging out the back, and it looks like a big like cigarette. It looks like yeah. a big joint. What they've done on the inside of it is like there's like this weird clamp. At the very end of it, right? Right. And there's a joint in it. Exactly. <laughs> there's yeah. a joint yeah, yeah. in the clamp. It's it's like a gram and a half, like a big big yeah, raw. Yeah, big big fucking big raw paper joint, dude. And and the funny thing was is like <laughs> they put it out and it's just like intro, just <laughs> and everybody's just noise. Pass- and they're passing it around. We're like, what the fuck is happening yeah, right why now? Is they have this backdrop. The and backdrop just says 420. It's just a bunch of weed leaves. Dude, and we're like, oh, this is everybody. funny. It's just a funny skit. Yeah. And then it comes to us, and I'm like, there's there's a joint here. Dude, <laughs> and we just we just puff on it a little bit and pass it around. Dude, and the funny thing was, was we were on our way, and Jesse was that. like, "Nah, dude, you can you could probably smoke weed there, like, because I, I had brought a little with me just because, like, I mean, I like to smoke weed at concerts. And, yeah. And he was just like, "No, nah, man, you could probably smoke it inside there." And then after that <laughs> happened, it was like, so packed for Ty Siegel. I was like, "Dude, fuck it, I'm smoking my joint right here." Yeah. yeah. It seemed. I'm sure security. Like, I did see them go up to like a few people. I'm like, "Look, just hide it." You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Make us make us look like we got our thumbs up our asses. You know, kind of kind of spiel. Well, no, like, just it, was, like, it was one of those things that by the time that a security guard could have even gotten to us because we were like center crowd gone. I could have been gone. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those things. But I, I don't think that they were actually like kicking anybody out. Like it was like this. It was like it's four twenty. This exactly. is like I mean Ty is, was Ty was literally on stage saying to go smoke his wife out who was yeah. sitting at the merch table. So yeah. <laughs> 
And but like it was funny, like looking around and just seeing how many people were like just smoking. Yeah. In there and like oh, you know, yeah. it's we, like, we definitely is, were not the only ones. This That's, is uh, like current year. This is not really a thing that ha- that you know it's, it's one of those things that like if you're there for a really fucking allowed. Ty Siegel show, you're not gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna be getting a drug test in my hair at work, yeah, so I better yeah. get the fuck <laughs> out of here, you know? Like right, yeah. but like it's it's you know, it's one of the more or less like one of the first times I've been like at a show and then the the venue itself is like we don't give a fuck right right that is like that doesn't just happen all right, the time yeah, yeah. and I'm not and saying, it really was I, hey, such and a we're not saying night. the Saturn said that because they and we're not saying didn't. Saturn said because that because we I, I'm gonna be completely <laughs> honest that I am self aware of the fact that what I did is a bad thing yeah um, illegal probably, I would it, not oh, have. yeah 100 illegal um, but, <laughs> but I want to say that I letting the I am responsible not yeah not 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 Saturn yeah, they didn't yeah. let them it's what what GT did that was hidden in plain sight and that's yeah. the beauty and just like excitement that set off the night so well for me because and then, but it just evolved into like people just smoking right out in the open right they're like oh i guess it's okay and i then, love like, gt you guys need to play more anybody, shows please yeah. uh yeah. i didn't see anybody like getting yeah, in trouble i never heard anything about it. i've about it. i've like i've like i've like friend night Oh. You know what I mean? Like I didn't hear anything about it. Oh. I think it was just like so that fun. one time thing. Like, look, we'll do this on like 420. I love that kind of culture, yeah. man. Yeah, just, that's a good culture. I love it. Something for the people. Yeah, it's just that like, night rocked. If it's not hurting you, just fuck off. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking get out Who's of here. Hurting? Man, to think about the things we did before COVID. Oh God, I know. Smoking joints with random people at Bonnaroo. You know, Woo, Bonnaroo, Bonnaroo. September this year we're hoping for are they really yeah that I mean I'm I followed the reddit thread and and uh, a lot of concerts they're saying like yeah it's still gonna happen and and now Bonnaroo it's it's just like a matter of probably like a week they're probably gonna announce something about the the real lineup and Mm -hmm. like when the tickets are gonna go out because they just announced like an even more updated date for September 2nd through the 5th so when is Furnace Fest? Is that also September twenty fourth? Oh. I'm definitely gonna. I ju- I only want to see like Turnstile. Dude, yeah, let's like, go Sunday. Andrew WK. <laughs> I, I don't know. If, is he on Sunday? I don't know. I know that uh, Killswitch and uh, Turnstile. I'm pretty sure. And Knocked Loose. That'd be cool and, too. Uh, oh yeah. The it's, list goes on and on. Oh my god! Seriously, when I saw that, I was like, "Is this one of those those fake lineup? What year is it? <laughs> like, what fucking year is this?" But right away after I saw it, it was just like a couple of days after Jesse and I had had this conversation with uh, this guy we met at Mom's name Moses. He was yeah, that's one about, of my good buddies. He's he's fucking hilarious. Shouts out to Moses. Yeah, man. we were talking about Kill Switch Engaged. And now every time we're around him, he, he, makes just a, play- he makes a point. He's like, dude, let's get some kill switch going out here. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And then start playing that. What's that? My Curse. That's the one band I'm like, I do not need to see them. I really? I loved them when they like kind of first came out, when they had their original singer. And then they basically kind of turned it, you know, like they had that classically trained like singer in the band or like whatever. That shit was cool. I wasn't like really into that kind of music at the time. This is a kind of a different um, genre. But were you guys ever Buckethead fans? No, no. no. But he, he's he really does. big on using an actual kill switch. Like that's where I learned about the mechanic of what a kill switch really is. It's like a button that strums all strings at once on a guitar. 
you can, huh. you oh, really? can, yeah, it's like you can program it in your guitar where instead of strumming, you literally just have a button that you push that strums all the strings. That's where he's like, I thought just to like kill the signal. Apparently it's, it's, uh, that's also what the button is called. It's, it's probably, yeah, originally it would be called the kill switch, but I think that there was this mechanic that you could get on a guitar that's uh, that's called Ooh. a kill switch where it's a button that you can push that just activates the pickups. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty Why don't you just play it, dude? Right. Well, play it, it's brother, man. <laughs> don't you just fucking smoke cigarettes instead of vaping, you asshole? <laughs> yeah, you big bitch. Man. Well, Ian, where are you moving? Um, I'm moving to Huntsville. Huntsville, yeah, Vegas, baby. Yep, Hunts Vegas, and I um, I'm gonna be moving in with my lovely girlfriend Mabry. We've been together for um, roughly four to five years, and the plan was that when she moved out here, she came out for an internship that she got um, right before she graduated at Child's Play Children's Therapy Center, and um, where is that actually? That's in Hoover. I believe? I've been there. Okay. Uh, my last job um, before they let me go, um, like a fucking dove in the wind. Um, th- I went there to like see if our animals could go there for uh, ah, therapy. Okay, that's cool, cool place. Idea. I liked it. It was like a little jungle gym. Yeah, like yeah. They've, they've, they've got a cool little gym area in there. Yeah. So Mabry, she pretty much came in. Um, they actually created the position so that she could have it because her credentials were so good out of college. And eventually she started working there and she's just so amazing at what she does. She's very passionate about children and just like, she's so amazing in her understanding of communicating, you know? And, uh, anyways, part of her job is just like cleaning for the most part. When she came in, it was very big beginning of pandemic. So she was going in and just like sterilizing everything. Yeah. So we moved out here, and eventually her internship ended. She graduated, and she got hired, and they weren't able to really pay her enough to keep right. living here. And, of course, since she was here and I was here quite a bit visiting, I was looking for jobs, and the graphic design hiring market really took a downturn. And I went to a few places looking to get hired and just didn't really find the right spot. Um, um, didn't really, I actually, yeah, didn't get any offers or anything like that, but, um, I just continue to freelance and now maybe it's to the point where it's been a year, her lease is up and she's like, I think I'll just look into moving back with my parents just so I can get to a more of a livable wage. And there's a child's play, um, center that's actually in Huntsville. So she's transferring there and we're going to try to get an apartment together because, we can get a nice two-person in a nice little area. We're yeah. gonna move to like three-bedroom, four-bath. Yeah. yeah. No, we're gonna get we're gonna get a two-bedroom, uh, so we can have like a room for like studio and storage shit, and then and then the other one is where the magic happens. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 David Blaine shit. David Blaine shit, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make this penis this angel. disappear. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> But yeah, so we're we're moving to Huntsville to hopefully the place we're looking at is Five Points, which is right next to the mountain at Montesano, and it's a great hiking spot. Um, yeah, and we've and we've got lots of connections out there, so I'm 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 a little more hopeful about getting a a legit little comfortable position just right. because freelancing it is what it is for anybody yeah. that you know oh, knows yeah. about freelancing. It's just. Uh, 
you get paid based on you know how well you can advertise yourself and right so recently things have been going good like honestly the past week has been fucking amazing for my freelance career because like some of the more recent jobs that i did have like been printed and put to use so i'm able to like repost them and like i did some stuff for 10,000 hertz records in opelika um he posted one of the postcards I did, but he's got a few more that I've done that he's he's like, I'm just going to hold on to them and re- release them, you know, right. throughout the weeks. And then I did a label design for my uh, very good friend, Sarah Foray. She's a fashion designer, um, and she's in Huntsville right now, or Athens. And that was, it was just a good way to show, like, okay, I'm, I can do, you know, more feminine-focused design as well. Like, that was a big thing that I'd heard from other graphic designers that they were like, you know, you need to expand your portfolio to be more feminine as well as corporate Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. So I'm getting to show, you know, some illustration ability as well as feminine design style. And, uh, that's been fun. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that like now that I'm out in Huntsville, I'll be able to talk to other people that know her, know people that I'm working for, you know, find a a comfortable position. Cause I'm about to turn 27 and, I ain't going to have this insurance for too much longer. You know? Oh, yeah. It's rough out there. And I like skateboarding. so That's the whole reason I, once I got off my parents' insurance, I was like, okay, do I want to start skateboarding? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just buy a fucking I have man. Got to protect the cheese. Shit now. That blows. Man, well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been great. Done already? Dude, we've been going for a minute. <laughs> For a while. Yeah. Once you get a couple of beers and me and Jesse, we can get into a you know, random talk. conversation about fucking anything for a while. So Video games. We know a lot of shit. Yeah, I don't play. even play video games, play but video I, games I have a lot of respect for the, the fucking industry. It's, it's fucking popping. You know? Just like this podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, thanks. <sighs> Thank you. We Thank hate you, you're leaving, but I I'll guess be back. I get it. I love you guys, and, and I know that I can come and you know I can come and sleep at your all's houses. Oh, um, you can, sure. and and uh, you know hang out at Parkside and get kicked out for vaping and you know just whatever. That was really funny. <laughs> you got kicked. He didn't get kicked out. Gary, no, Gary no, I, I got him. embarrassed. He called me out for vaping, and I got embarrassed because I was drunk, and I was like, oh, "Get the fuck out of here." Carrie <laughs> <laughs> is like one of Birmingham's like best bartenders. I love that. Honestly, movie. yeah, I love that. And, but dude. like, he will pop off. <laughs> And it's always, it's never at me. It's never, I just only ever see it. It's like just, it's only ever like my friends. And I'm like, I'm like, this guy's, I like this guy. He's a good guy. I can can tell he's cool. Well, again, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks, Trip. Thanks, Trip. Thanks, Jesse. Um, Yeah. Turn on, tune in, burn out. This has been another episode. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye.